Hi, folks. Welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 150, brought to you the week of September 21st, 2021. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. Welcome to my personal audio journal, sponsored by our patrons with special thanks to Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, Wesley Gill. Become a sponsor today at patreon.com slash GOK. Um, today, our topic is something very lighthearted because I have to get on to somebody. Hello, Stacy. How are you doing? Today we're going to be talking about a thousand movies James likes. Because there's somebody in my church. Her name is Stacy. And she listens to the show and she knows all my secrets. So I, <laughs> which I think is awesome. I mean, I'm I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I'm not freaked out or anything. Um, <laughs> it was just we were at a meeting uh, last uh, Sunday night, and um, we were talking about stress and uh, pressure and the stress specifically specifically about the pressure and stress of living in St. Louis. And Stacy turns to me and says, "You were talking on GOK about." you know, the stress and pressure of living in St. Louis. And, and I was taken aback. I was like, oh my gosh, she listens to GOK. So now, now folks, I have to be careful because of Stacy. She, she might come get me. I don't know, but I figured we'd have a fun, um, a fun time looking at some of my favorite movies. Um, we're not going to go through a thousand of them. Uh, the, the name of the show is a thousand movies james likes but i've been working on this list for a while and the most i could come up with was 153 and i'm done <laughs> so a thousand is a lot of numbers <laughs> so they're not sorted in any particular order if i was really with it i would have sorted them by date you know and gone from the oldest to the newest uh or maybe group them by genre or by decade at least but they're as random as they were when they came out of my head and i just want to share some of my favorite movies with you and and maybe maybe you'll know a lot of these you'll probably will because i am not eclectic i am not um a, a weird movie lover i like movies that everybody likes and so you'll probably have seen a lot of them but if you like the kind of movies I like, and then you you hear one that is like, whoa, I've never seen that one, then you might like it. So it's a win-win. All right. Number one on the list is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea from 1954. I saw this Joker on Disney Channel back in the day before Disney Channel was any fun. And I'm telling you, at one point, I, there's a song in there and, um, we, at one point we had seen it so much that I knew all the words. There was mermaid many met her down in Navagas, not, not, not a Gasker I don't even know. It's my kid memory. She would kiss me anytime that I would ask her when I something and held her tenderly. Uh, there's no sea monster big enough to ever frighten me. 
got a whale of a tale to tell you lads a whale of a tale or two and of course that was kurt russell no yeah maybe i don't know no not kurt russell uh is another old guy he plays old guys now actually he's dead because his son is playing old guys oh, i can't remember his name but anyway it's worth a watch swiss family robinson from 1960 talking about the original disney film it was really good i liked it and i saw it young and the part that got me the most is when the two older boys were allowed to get in a boat and sail around the island by themselves i thought that was the coolest thing and that's when they found the pirates on the other side of the island and i love the treehouse i love uh that they had to prepare to to defend it and all that kind of stuff it's uh it's a great movie the only thing i don't like about it is the little boy he's annoying so uh pacific rim 2013 has it been that long already it's a it's a guilty pleasure movie of mine there's nothing wrong with it it's just you know it's it's big robots fighting kaijus and uh big big monsters and it doesn't get much more basic than that but i love this movie it is a movie i love to put on in the background when i'm doing something else you know those kind of movies where you got laundry to fold or uh minecraft to play and you don't really want to think about it too much uh, Pacific Rim is one of those. And speaking of that, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Now, the original title of Edge of Tomorrow, or, or the title now of Edge of Tomorrow is Live, Die, Repeat. They renamed it. But it was originally called Edge of Tomorrow, and it had uh, Patrick Swayze in it. Not Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Tom Cruise. And it was in 2014. And I love these kind of movies that loop and homeboy has to loop through a day over and over and over until he gets it right. And it has to do with aliens and, uh, Oh, who's the lady in it. She's from the quiet place. She's married to, to Jim from the office. Emily Blunt is in it and she, she plays a, um, it's a rare role for her, but she plays a tough chick you know just a tough guy kind of character and uh and she does really well but it's it's not her typical you know bag of chips but she does very well in it uh to the point that before i even knew who she was i i didn't as i was learning who she was i didn't group her in the same category as the new mary poppins you know what i'm saying it's just so drastically different so uh edge of tomorrow is great because tom cruise and emily blunt just knock it out of the water. Live, die, repeat, uh, 2014. Um, and if I had it together, I would have mentioned if these things were streaming or not. Um, but I'll tell you an awesome resource that you can find out if they are or not. Instead of Googling it, go to Just Watch. Yeah, JustWatch.com. And it will let you select, you know, hey, I have Netflix, I have Prime, I've got Disney, I've got Hulu. You can click on the, the streaming services that you have and then search the title of the movie and it'll tell you if you can stream it for free or not. And it does it all in one place. So you don't have to hunt on your TV and, and log into each one individually and all this kind of stuff. So, so for instance, edge, uh, live, die, repeat edge of tomorrow is not streaming anywhere <laughs> except on Fubo. So anyway, so I saved you some time, but it's rental for three ninety nine on on amazon so check it out uh minority report 
Speaking of Tom Cruise, 2002. I didn't like this movie when I first watched it, but it has grown on me and I like it. It is sci-fi to the extreme. Um, Tom Cruise is great in it. His eyeball rolling down the ramp is gross. And um, him eating the nasty sandwich out of the fridge instead of the nice fresh sandwich is always, it always gets me. And um, I, any movie that I buy the DVD of, uh, you know, or the Blu-ray, uh, you know I love it. I don't buy buy any movies anymore on Blu-ray or DVD, but I do own it on DVD. So, uh, Back to the Future one and two, not three, but Back to the Future one and two, 1985 and 89 respectively. Um, I actually saw Back to the Future two first. I saw it in the theater. It's one of my first theater movies, and then um, I got to see Back to the Future which made Back to the Future 2 make a lot more sense because he does that whole thing where he climbs, you know, goes back to 1955 and all that. Uh, great movies. If you need me to explain why, then you just need to go watch them. Um, Star Wars, Episode 4, 5, and 6. Love them. Love the originals. Can't do without them. No particular order. This is not about grading, you know, a New Hope and and Return of the Je- Jedi and and uh, Empire Strikes Back, uh, they're they're all great and they're all good and I love them, um, I love them extremely. Speaking of movies, I love Toy Story, Toy Story Two, Toy Story Three, nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety nine, and twenty ten. Um, good movies. Toy Story Three made me cry. I think Toy Story Two. Did not make me cry, but Toy Story 3 made me cry. And uh, they're great movies. They're absolutely awesome. It was 1995's Toy Story where Buzz Lightyear was first introduced. And 1996 is when I bought my first Buzz Lightyear on my anniversary or my honeymoon, actually, at Disney World. And um, I still have him to this day, along with hundreds, if not a thousand more Buzz Lightyear's. Uh, in my office and in storage because I am a collector, hardcore Buzz Lightyear fan. So along with my tattoo, um, Batman from 1989, love the original Batman movie. Uh, I was in high school when it came out and uh, everybody was buying the, the, the Batman logo t-shirts and uh, you know, Michael Keaton and uh and, and 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 the other guy, <laughs> the Joker. I don't remember his name right now. Michael Keaton and Chris Tucker. Yeah, that was it. Um, that was it. Was great. I loved it. You know, where does he get all those wonderful toys? You know, so just amazing movie. And uh, the the sequels, you know, not so much. Not so much, but the original Batman movie, it's one of a kind. It's a piece of art is what it is, and it is a slice of the late 90s, or late 80s, rather, and uh, and it's great. Jurassic Park is one of my all-time favorites from 1993. I had posters. I have the movie uh, collector's cards still in a binder somewhere here in my house. Uh, I was a big, big Jurassic Park fan. Still am. Still love the Jurassic World movies, uh, but Lost World, Jurassic Park 2, 1997, Jurassic Park 3, 2001. 
Um, I didn't like Lost World for a long time. Uh, and to put it on this list was a big deal. But I love Ian Malcolm, the character. Uh, and he is a major player in this. And I, I hate the part where they bring the dinosaurs to America. But the part prior to that is so good. The intensity of the scene where the um, the their vehicle is hanging off the cliff and, and the two Tyrannosaurus are, are attacking it and, and it's just dangling there and the girl falls and, oh, uh, it's just, uh, it's intense. And it, and it makes up for all the badness uh, in, in the city. Jurassic Park 3 I like, even though it's, it's lightweight um, because it's a return back to, um, you know, the, the feel of the original movie. And, um, and that's what it needed all along. Uh, speaking of looping and my favorite, uh, genre being looping movies, uh, groundhog day from 1993 with Bill Murray is a fantastic movie. Every time I see it, it makes me want to improve my life and improve myself. And, um, this movie is just one of those that, okay, I'll tell you a secret when, (laughs) when I, when I rented it, uh, back in the day I had two VCRs and I, I put them together and I copied me a copy of that. I was pirating back before it was cool. And, uh, I watched groundhog day like almost every day. In 1993, 1994, I was I was going through a rough patch <laughs> of unemployment and other things, and uh, and I watched Groundhog Day all the time, and it just motivated me so much, so great. All right, now to the dark side of movies. I have a I have a, uh, a I won't even call it a guilty pleasure because I should feel guilty, but I don't. But I like scary movies. And I like certain horror movies. It's a genre I'm I'm a fan of. I, I like it. You know, I, I don't like a bunch of blood and gush and gore and stuff. But I um and and and, and I, don't, I don't watch um I don't watch movies with a lot of bo- uh, boobies in them and stuff like that. But um, Happy Death Day on uh, from 2017 is a movie that, in my opinion, didn't get enough love. Um, it's a looping movie and it's a horror movie. Uh, so she relives the same day, but at the end of of her birthday, she gets killed by, by the same killer every single day. And she has to figure out who it is and how to stop it and get out of the loop. And it's a sequel. Happy death day to you was just as good and just as creative and just as funny. And it was put out in 2019. And uh, I would highly suggest you check those out if you have any interest in um, in that kind of movie. It's it's lighthearted, it's funny, um, but but there's a serial killer. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. Shaun of the Dead. Oh my gosh, my my heart, my heart loves this movie so much. Uh, 2004. It's a it's a parody of a zombie movie. Um, but it is a zombie movie and one of the best ones ever made in my opinion. And, uh, it's British. So liberal use of F bombs. Uh, but man, you have to love this movie because it is so well done. It's hilarious. Every time I watch it, I see something or notice something or laugh at something I hadn't seen before. Um, yeah, I, I love this movie so much that back when, 
PlayStation Portable was out, I bought it on UMD, which was a a format that only Sony put out. It was a small disc inside of a small container, and you slid into a cassette, and you slid it in the back of your PSP, and uh, and you could play the movie on on your PSP. I bought it in that format and uh, sold it in that format too. So, uh, speaking of great movies, Hot Fuzz is up there. Uh, got the same guys as Shaun of the Dead in it, but it is a um, a parody, I would say, of police films. Uh, a, a small town cop or a big time cop goes to a small village in in England, starts seeing uh, criminal activity where there supposedly is none, and um, and 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 it just has a plot twist a mile wide that I won't, I won't, uh, I won't spoil. But it's got some gore in it uh, a little bit. Because it is a slasher film at its core, uh, but it's it's pretty uh, lightweight, and if uh, it's not scary at all, it's just it's just funny. It's hilarious. Um, I love John Wick. Oh my gosh, this man! The choreography of fighting and the revenge story. If there's something I like more than loop movies. It is it is uh, man in the iron mask type movies where a guy gets something done to him and he and he has a chance to come back from nothing and just bring justice to everyone that ever did him wrong and that is what John Wick movies are all about. John Wick in 2014, John Wick 2 in 2017, John Wick 3 in 2019, and John Wick 4 coming in 2022. Oh, just keep making them. Just keep making these movies and I will continually watch them. But the first one is obviously the best. Baba Yaga, the boogeyman. So John Wick, uh, yeah, somebody somebody does him wrong and uh, hurts his feelings and takes something from him that his dead wife gave him. And he just goes on the rampage and he just kills everybody. And it's wonderful just hits me right here in my heart. Uh, speaking of hitting you right here in the heart um, and bursting out is alien from 1979. It's a slow burner. It is. It is a slow burner, but I love alien with Sigourney Weaver, 1979. If you haven't seen it, you ought to check it out. It's spooky. It's not as good as aliens though. From 1986, which is a great film, and uh, but you need to see Alien to to really get what Aliens is all about. So uh, check them out. About a Boy is a movie you may not have heard of. It's a British film. It's got Hugh Grant, I think, is his name in it. Back back when he was doing stuff in 2002, uh, and he's a good-looking guy, and he. Um, helps out this mother, this single mother and, and her son. And, um, and it all starts with him trying to pick up girls by pretending that he is an only parent. So uh, it's, it's cute and funny and heartwarming about a boy. 2002, check it out. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. This is the only Indiana Jones movie on my list. 1989. Um, the other ones I saw when I was young, 
and they changed my soul <laughs> and they were they just they just did i saw um temple of doom when i was like in sixth grade and i'd never seen a movie before and our substitute teacher turned it on and it just like wrecked me man i closed my eyes through most of it it was just it was too much for little james little james couldn't handle it but uh indiana jones the last crusade from 1989 is right up my alley everything about it is perfect it's great and uh you've probably seen it so you know but have you seen the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind with jim carrey for from 2004 that one's kind of a intellectual you know heady kind of movie but it's got a lot of good comedy in it it's it, it tugs at your heart um it's a story of a man who finds out that his the love of his life has had her memory erased of him he is no longer in her brain she doesn't he does she doesn't even know who he is um and so he decides to do the same but as he goes through the memories in real time and finds them being erased he struggles to keep them and you get to go inside of his mind and then there's this whole subplot of, uh from the people who are doing the the work on his mind uh, it's really funny so uh check out eternal sunshine of the spotless mind i don't remember about language or anything like that when i when i review these movies i'm just reviewing how i felt about them 51st dates we're on number 31 by the way right now 51st dates if you don't like adam sandler then don't watch this movie because it's got adam sandler stuff in it for the first quarter of the movie and then after that it really gets polished up and that turd gets polished into a fine pearl um it's got uh the little girl from et in it what's her name i don't remember but uh she's all grown up and she plays somebody who uh loses her memory every night when she falls asleep and so he falls in love she falls in love but the next day she doesn't remember who he is and he tries to work at getting her to remember him and and it's just it's great my daughter and son saw it for the first time the other day and um my my daughter said she cried so many different times during the movie she's a real sensitive one she loves a good romance movie but this has got you know plenty of adam sandler moments walrus is puking on people you know uh, uh you know uh, uh, just all all the adam sandler stuff nobody's making out with old ladies though so that's good um run lola run if you haven't heard of this one i wouldn't blame you it is uh it's probably italian i don't know it's from 1998 and it original title is lola rennet which is um i don't i don't know uh but she receives a phone call from her boyfriend manny he's lost a hundred thousand dollars in a subway train that belonged to a very bad guy and she's got 20 minutes to raise this amount and meet him otherwise he's gonna rob a store to try to get the money and um there's multiple endings and it's another loop movie where she has she messes up and so she starts over and they don't even try to explain it it just it just keeps looping over and over and it's got the girl from the born identity in it and uh she's great and it's really good and there's some really cool animated parts like hand animated scenes 
Um, but I enjoy loop movies, and so Run Lola Run is definitely on that list. Wally uh, from nineteen ninety eight. Everybody knows about Wally. Wally, you know, the little trash compactor dude that falls in love with an iPhone. It's uh, it's great. It's a good movie. It's cute. Hardly has any words in it. Um, you know, it, it shows our future. All of us fat and lovely. And some of us are already there. And so I like this movie. Frozen, even though it's played out, even though it's become, you know, the bane of every parent's existence, Frozen from 2013 is still one of my favorite top thousand movies because it is great. And Let It Go never gets old. The song still gives me chills. Um, no pun intended. It's a great movie. Not so much the second one. You know, into the unknown, into the unknown, into the unknown. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. But Pitch Perfect does. Pitch Perfect from 2012 with Anna Kendrick. Oh my gosh. Anna Kendrick. Speaking of Frozen, she was in Frozen too as well i mean well frozen as well is what i mean to say um but no pitch perfect is funny it's about a group of girls from college that get together to make an acapella group and try to compete and um it's got a lot of great actresses in it and they're funny and it's a good fun movie it's a good popcorn movie nothing serious you know it's just it's just good fun Lots of laugh out loud moments. Ocean's Eleven. If there's a third genre that I really like, it is a heist movie where there's lots of planning and a lot of people with very specific talents that get together to pull off uh, a heist of some kind. And Ocean's Eleven is definitely, it definitely falls in that category. Um, I'm talking about the 2001 version. I know there was one that was older than that. I've never seen it, um, but this one was great. And it's got a lot of great actors in it, and it was very well done. Um, and it's in Las Vegas, and they break into a casino vault, and, and it's really good. Pirates of the Caribbean. Everybody's seen it. 2006. I love it because... Of the, I I will never forget. I, I know they they just sequeled it into the grave, in my opinion. But the way Johnny Depp played Captain Jack Sparrow, and the first time I experienced that character, um, was so fantastic. He was so good in it. It's before he just did everything in the world. Now you know. Now he's in every movie playing some version of of captain jack sparrow but back then it was fresh and new and he hadn't been in willy wonka and he hadn't been in alice in wonderland he was just oh he was just captain jack sparrow and he was so great um another movie baby driver from 2017 baby driver uh, maybe one that slipped slipped under your radar it's a heist movie um, but it also has this amazing thing cause it's by the same director that did, uh, Shaun of the dead. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, <clears throat> uh, where he they synchronize actions to the songs that play in the background. It's not a musical, but music is a main part of it. 
and there's a whole heist that goes on and a fight scene and all kinds of different driving scene that has to do uh, with uh, in time to music because the kid who drives is called baby. That's his name. And, um, and he sees the world through the eyes of music. And so everything synchronizes to the music. And I love that. I think it's great. It's got the girl that played Disney's live action Cinderella in it. And she's great. And, um, it's just, it's just a good movie. Um, my fair lady from 1964. Okay. Remember when I talked about, uh, Disney channel back before it was any good and before it was, you know, for kids and stuff, they used to play, uh, all of the old musicals over and over and over Rogers and Hammerstein stuff. And, um, my fair lady, uh, was one of them. And I learned to love this movie and I know all the songs and, um, I, I, I love the whole thing. It's a very long movie. It's very good. And, um, just you white Henry Eggins, just you white. I mean, it's, it's just great. It's awesome. You know? So, uh, it's a, it's, if you need to know, if you don't know, it's a story, uh, another kind of genre that I love is, you know, when the w- girl takes off the glasses and lets her hair down and she's suddenly hot, you know, um, that's kind of what this movie is. They take a, a, a street urchin off the street and they turn her into a lady and uh but it's a musical and it's very well done and uh i love it because it reminds me kind of of my own life because i was raised in the south i had a, a redneck accent i taught myself how to speak properly and clearly and cleanly but i still say dadgummit you know so you can't take you can take the boy out of the country but you can't take the country out of the boy and i still say monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday so you know and and she has the same problem it's really great she learns how to speak properly, but doesn't know what to talk about. So it's really great. Uh, Home Alone from 1990. Surely you've seen this movie, but you know, Mr. McAllister has a great plan for the bad guys, the Wet Bandits, and he plays it out beautifully. Booby traps his entire house. And if there is a fifth genre I like, it is booby trapped houses. Um, there's a uh, uh, there's a movie uh, by James Bond where he booby traps a house. And they have to go through it. And uh, that's a really great one. I think it's Skyfall, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but it should be on this list. I need to find out which one he booby traps the house in and put it on here. But uh, it's a Christmas movie, and it's great for any time of the year. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, 2001. Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets, 2002. Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban, 2004. Harry Potter and the Gobble of Fire, 2005. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, 2007. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, 2009. Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows, Part 1. 2010, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2, 2011. Man, those kids, their whole life was Harry Potter. Can you imagine? From 2001 to 2011, that is 10 years uh, of your childhood dedicated to working. First of all, working. You know, you're working as a child. Uh, But then also as a character in a movie, and that's crazy. Uh, It's got Rupert Green in it, of course. Uh, He is the redheaded Weasley. And I met the two twins, the brothers, at, at a uh, at a event called Dragon Con years ago, and I got to shake their hands, and they were very cool, and they were not redheaded, so <laughs> in real life. But uh, no, I love all the Harry Potter books, and I love the movies because they did as best they could 
to stick to the original content and the original movies and uh, or the books. And uh, they're really, really good. And I think I'm due to go through the whole thing again here pretty soon. Um, Harry Potter uh, is one of those things, though, I say you need to read the books first. You have to read the books. If you are even thinking about getting into Harry Potter, please, please, please read the books. Please read the books. They're so huge. They're thick. They're giant. But I'm telling you, don't let that scare you because they are page turners, every single one of them. And you will love all of it. It is the most creative bit of literature in the world. And I was a children's pastor back when everybody was hating on Harry Potter. And so I said, you know what? I'm not going to be, I, I got to know. I got to know what it's about before I start hating on it or, or whatever. And I picked up a copy, a paperback copy of the first one. And I read it and I was just blown away by the creativity. Um, yeah, it uses certain keywords that Christians don't like, like, witchcraft and all that but it's fantasy it is uh no worse than anything tolkien wrote about uh, as a matter of fact it's a lot lighter than anything tolkien wrote about so if you like tolkien you'll love harry potter uh guardians of galaxy 2014 i love that movie it's great i love that dude from parks and rec is in it and he's funny and it's great and um I love uh, the direction of the movie. It's just, it's just good. Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It is set in the Harry Potter universe uh, with Newt Scamander as the main character who has to uh, do something. I don't remember what he does, but it's a great, it's a great movie. 2016 on that one. It's great. Gremlins from 1984. Oh, if you haven't seen Gremlins, you got to see Gremlins. It's great. It's, it's, it's 1984. Just don't see Gremlins 2. I have heart, a warm place in my heart from Gremlins 2, but it's not on this list because it is, a, it is a mess. But when I saw it when I was a teenager, I loved it. Um, but Gremlins is great. I mean, a guy, uh, a kid gets a, a pet, and you know, he, there's just three rules. You can't feed him after midnight, and you can't expose him to light or water and uh of course you know what happens and you know things start going crazy it's a good it's another christmas movie but it can be watched anytime it's great uh national lampoon's christmas vacation speaking of christmas movies 1989 this one's a treasure and it is watched every year by myself and my family as a celebration of the holidays uh it's got uh dude in it from uh, Fletch and it's great and it's uh, it's a good movie if you haven't seen it The Matrix from 1999 love The Matrix the original not a big fan of the sequels uh, though I am excited about the new one coming out pretty soon but um, The Matrix was such a mind-blowing movie to me because I just remember um, I don't want to spoil it <laughs> even though it's a movie from 1999 uh, but if you haven't seen it um, it is, it is mind blowing. That's all I got to say. It is mind blowing. And I think it still holds up today. I really do die hard. Speaking of Christmas movies, 1988, it is a great movie about a guy who, uh, who, who comes to see his wife to sign some divorce papers, I think, and, uh, gets trapped in a building with a bunch of terrorists slash bank robbers. And he has to, save the world yippee yay yippee ki 
And uh, he does it without any shoes on. And it's really great. And, um, and it's, it's got a lot of hitting, hidden meaning in it, um, which is really cool. So the next time you watch it and the bad guy is teetering on the edge of, uh, of, of being killed, you know, he's about to fall off the building. Notice what happens that makes him fall off the building and what that thing represents. Uh, and also keep in mind that the main character has a fear of heights and he's also stuck in a skyscraper it's great all right twister from 1996 that was rated pg-13 just for the storm just for the storm in the opening scene it's still a great movie we got cows oh you gotta see it it's about storm chasers and there's evil storm chasers can you believe it they're not in it for the science they're in it for the money and the glory you know Anyway, it's got Bill Paxton. May he rest in peace. I know. Isn't it sad? Bill Paxton is dead and it's terrible. Uh, the Fugitive, 1993. One of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I love it because it's got Tommy Lee Jones in it. And Tommy Lee Jones plays Tommy Lee Jones like the most Tommy Lee Jones he's ever been. And um, it's really great. It's got Harrison Ford, of course. And Sheila Ward, and it is fantastic. It's a good chase movie. It's kind of like a heist movie, except a guy's trying to get away. And and but it's also got the redemption uh, arc that I like because he's down on his luck. He gets accused of something he didn't do, and he's got to come back and get all the bad guys that were that were getting him down. So it's got that John Wick kind of loop to it, and I like that. So. Um, Speaking of everything wonderful about revenge movies, The Count of Monte Cristo, 2002 version. Um, love it. It's got the guy that played uh, Jesus from Passion of the Christ in it, and he was also in Burn Notice, and he is great, and The Count of Monte Cristo is a great story where you know somebody's jealous, and they, they uh, take, take, all, take him and put him in prison, and he goes off and comes back rich and famous and takes revenge and it's really great uh mystery men from 1999 not everybody's gonna love my my movie uh mystery men but it's about a bunch of uh second rate superheroes that don't really have any powers but they're out there in the in a in a universe in a world kind of like a batman world uh from the original batman movie where they're out fighting crime and trying to do their best uh but then you know, something bad happens to their main superhero and they really have to step up. And I love it. I love the characters. It's got some famous faces in it that you wouldn't believe would be in such a movie. But this was back before they were, they were big. Mystery Men, uh, 1999. The Goonies, man! It's 1985 and the Goonies are out and it's great. And the Truffle Shuffle and Slick Shoes... And all of the things that go with this. Uh, to me, this is a heist movie, treasure hunt movie. I mean, they they all have skills. They all have talents. They have bad guys after them. There's a ticking clock through the whole thing. They have to figure out all of the clues to get through to the treasure. And it's just a great adventure movie. 
Independence Day from 1996. I don't think this one's aged very well, but I still love Independence Day because I was there on July 4th, the day it came out in theaters, and I watched it with a bunch of friends, and I loved it. It was the first time I ever heard Will Smith swear, and it just, oh, it it, it hurt my feelings. But um, it's great. It's amazing. And um, it's about aliens attacking the the planet and just trashing main areas and it's made fun of now quite a bit but still back then it was good um let's let's keep going the born identity number 61 on my list the like i said these are in no particular order but the born identity is a good movie because if there is a sixth kind of movie i like it's where there is a guy that has a set of skills that nobody knows about Okay, so we're talking about like um, Taken or the brand new movie Nobody. If you haven't seen Nobody, you ought, you ought to check it out. Um, and and he de- he has these skills, and then they surface, and he's just suddenly just bad to the bone and can take on anybody. And that's what Born Identity is for me. And it was the first one of the first kind of movies I saw like this. And um, and again, you know, you can add uh, Nobody to this to this list even though it's not on here i'm going to write it in later because it's one of my favorite movies and uh taken is also like this with uh with uh what's his name um so terminator and terminator 2 terminator is a good movie terminator 2 is the best movie judgment day from 1991 i saw this one in the theater and i loved it it i saw it before i saw terminator actually and it's so good and so funny and such a great sequel, you know, and it's arguably like aliens, one of those sequels and toy story two that could be said to be better than the original, including empire. Uh, and, and so there you go. If you haven't seen Terminator two, it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. It's old. It's from 1991, but it holds up and it's great. Except they don't have cell phones. Uh, the princess bride, it's one of the movies I used to hate, and now I love. I hated it because it was the only movie that would ever be shown at every youth lock-in that I went to my entire life uh, of, of youth, okay? Because it was made in 19, 1987. So that's about when I started going to youth group. And they would play it at every lock-in every, every time. And I just hated it because it seemed uh, like a, the only, you know, like a Christian movie or something. But then I started watching it for myself and I really realized that every scene is a treasure and every line is quotable and it's so great. I even went and got the book and the book is a whole nother ball game in and of itself. It's so crazy the way it's written. Uh, it's, it's for another show, but um, the princess bride, 1987, great movie. ET, the extraterrestrial 1982. If you haven't seen ET, you need to see ET. I don't like E.T. He's scary. He wasn't scary to me when I was eight, and I was scared of Dr. Seuss characters. You need to get over that. E.T. was spooky in the right places, and it was the only... I just remember being in the theater when I was a kid, saw it at, at a dollar store. There was nobody else in the movies except for me and my mom and my my stepdad, and um, I cried my eyes out at part of it, and then the next part, I was on the back of my seat sitting up, screaming and cheering i was so excited i've never had such an emotional range with a movie 
Um, I already mentioned Taken from 2008. It's got Liam Neeson in it. It is awesome. I have a particular set of skills. I will find you. I will kill you. Somebody takes his daughter and he has skills that nobody knew about. And he's going to go overseas and he is going to take his daughter back. And I love that kind of movie. Tron from 1982. Uh, this is one that took me to adulthood before I truly appreciated it. Uh, I love it for its graphics work and all that. Even though it's old as butt and looks terrible, I still love it. It's it's uh, about going into a video game and a computer, and it's great. And, um, you know, the new one's cute and all, but the original Tron, uh, they worked so hard, if you knew the story behind the movie, on how they did the graphics back then. Uh, they worked so hard to make it look futuristic and computer-like and stuff. And uh, I just appreciate that. So any shortcomings in the story or the or the pacing is made up for by the creativity and the timing. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure from 1989. Guilty pleasure movie of mine. It's just a dumb, stupid movie, but I love me some Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, it's just a good flick. It's good. Bill and Ted uh, get a, a time machine. And, and if there's a seventh kind of movie I like, it is time travel movies. I love time travel. And, and looping movies kind of fall in that category too, I realize, because they're you know playing with time travel. But I love time travel movies, the old time cop movie, uh, where every time he would go out and change something, he'd come back and, and his, everything would be different. You know, I, I, I loved uh, Quantum Leap back in the day. Uh, so Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. They have a book report due. They have to, uh, or they're going to fail. And, 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 and the, their, the future of, of everybody depends on them passing this, this, this book report and they go through time and pick up famous people to help make that happen. And it's great. Uh, frequency is a movie that not many people have seen and it is so good. It is from 2000 and it, uh, it is uh, about it's about a guy who gets a ham radio, starts talking to somebody on the other end, and finds out that he is talking to his father thirty years in the past. Somehow it has it makes sense. It's sci-fi, so it makes sense because it's bouncing off a sunspot. But um, and he tries to save his father's life. Uh, by making changes in in the in the past, um, and it's just really really good. It's got the guy from that that dies on the cross in 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 um, uh, in, in Jesus Christ, uh, uh, Passion of the Christ, uh, Jim Cavazel, I think his name is. Anyway, he's young in this, and it's good. Inception, you got to see Inception. You have to see that it's great, and it has. It's about. Um, it's 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 kind of a twist on time travel because it's not about time travel, but it's time manipulation. What they do is they go inside your dreams and they change your dreams up and stuff like that. And uh, it's directed by Christopher Nolan, which is really good. It has Leonardo DiCaprio in it and and, and Elliot Page, I guess. What 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 did her name used to be? Anyway. Uh, now her name is Elliot, but I can't remember what it used to be. But anyway, back when she was still a girl, she played in Inception. 
Ghostbusters 1984. And Inception, by the way, blew my mind like nothing since The Matrix. So if you haven't seen Inception, you ought to see it. And then you need to watch YouTube videos about it because the music and everything is amazing. So Ghostbusters from 1984, great movie. You need to see it. Heck with the new one. Um, I own it. I got it free somehow for signing up for something. Um, and it was cute and all, but Ghostbusters is the original 1984. Looking forward to the new Ghostbusters coming out soon. Um, but I don't expect much from it. Uh, last action hero from 1993 at the mall at the time, one of the most expensive movies ever made huge box office failure, but I love it. It's got, um, uh, uh, uh Arnold in it and, and, uh, and a kid and, and Arnold plays a, uh, a character in a movie. And the kid gets to go into the movie. So if there's an eighth kind of movie that I like, I like it when people can go into movies. Um, and I think to me, uh, 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 um, Dorothy, what's that one called? <laughs> the Wizard of Oz is kind of like that because she goes into a storybook world, you know, and Last Action Hero is like that. Uh, and, and running man is kind of like that from 1987 where, um, he's just a dude, uh, trying to live his life. And suddenly he's in a game show and his life is on the line. And, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, in the running man from 1987, uh, I believe it's a Stephen King book, but it's not a horror movie. It's, uh, an adventure and it is cheesy and it is eighties. But it's so great, and it's just a slice of life from back then, and um, it's really good. The Man in the Iron Mask, I've mentioned already, but it's a great movie talking about revenge and getting back and getting justice. Uh, somebody puts uh, an heir to the throne inside of an iron mask and hides him And uh, from 1998, and the, 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 the three musketeers help him uh, to get back where he needs to be going to be great the dark knight rises in um 2012 uh is the only one from the uh nolan series that i've put on my list because it has the joker in it and it's so good it's so good so the dark knight rises from 2012 we're going to wrap this up real quick v for vendetta you want to talk about revenge movies and making justice happen v for vendetta is one of those from 2006 it's got Agent Smith in it from The Matrix, and he's great. And it's got a um, uh, chick from Star Wars in it. I can't remember her name all of a sudden, but she's really famous. Hold on. Natalie Portman. So Hugo Weaving and Natalie Portman, and it is great. It's a, it's a, near, it's a near future uh, kind, of, kind of movie. It takes place in London. It's great. Uh, Batman Returns from 2005. I I guess I have all three of them in here. The Dark Knight from 2008. I like those two. I guess I lied earlier. Um, Iron Man 2008. The Avengers 2012. Captain America, the first Avenger 2011. Army of Darkness from 1992. Now, I have to explain this one because it sounds horrible. It sounds if you've never seen the movie. But it's great. Army of Darkness is funny as crap. And it is got Bruce Campbell in it. 
and Bruce Campbell is amazing, and he is a uh, he plays a store clerk that is accidentally transported through time to the 1300 A.D. where he's got to retrieve the Necronomicon, the Book of the Dead, and battle an army of the dead so he can return home. And it takes place in medieval times, and um, he he has a shotgun and it, and he lands with a with a a, a car. And, and a chainsaw, and <laughs> it's just good fun. It is a great movie. Just don't watch it with the kids around because uh, it's it's got skeletons and stuff in it. But anyway, Avengers Age of Ultron from 2015, it's, an un- it's one of the underrated Avengers. But if you really, really, really like Avengers, you need this movie because it introduces us to so many great characters, especially... Scarlet Witch, um, which is which is fantastic, and and then you can go watch all of the uh, the uh, WandaVision because it's great. Elf, two thousand three, Christmas movie, great movie. You need to see it if you haven't. It's one of my every year movies. A Christmas Story is another one. Some people hate it. I love it. Nineteen eighty three. You'll shoot your eye out. It's great. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, animated feature. 2009, very creative, very funny. The sequel, not so much. Coraline from 2009. It's a dark uh, uh, hand animated, meaning uh, stop motion animated feature. I love it. I love the other mother. I love the spookiness factor. It's great. You ought to check it out. High School Musical from 2006. I personally love High School Musical. I know every song and um, it's great and it holds up. And um, I, I don't like the series that's on Disney Plus right now, but I love the original movie. How to Train Your Dragon from 2010. It's another animated film. It's really well done. Um, a lot of weird characters with a lot of weird names, but it is very cute, very sweet, and very actiony. It's great for watching with your children. The Lego movie. You want to talk about creativity and awesomeness. Um, that is exactly what you're going to get with the Lego movie. I thought it was hand animated. It is computer animated to make it look like it's hand animated. And it's fantastic. Mary Poppins from 1964, the longest movie in the universe. But I love me some uh, Mary Poppins because it's the jolly holiday with Mary. No wonder that it's Mary that we love. They played it on Disney Channel every chance they got back before they had anything to put on Disney Channel. Meet the Robinsons from 2007. I didn't like it at first. It was zany and crazy animated feature. It was too hyper. But then I watched it all the way through and I can't not cry. I can't not cry at the end every single time. If you like tearjerker movies, and I do, I admit it, I like those. If I had an eighth kind of movie, it would be a good tearjerker at the end. That is exactly what Meet the Robinsons provides from 2007. It is cute. It's made by Disney. It's great. Underrated movie. Um, Monsters vs. Aliens is another animated movie from 2009. It's just really great and creative. There's nothing else to really say about it. Spy Kids from 2001 is another one of my top thousand movies because it was just very creative and very good for its day. Spy Kids. And let's finish it up. Let's do three or four more. Wreck-It Ralph, animated movie. Love the creativity, the idea of a video game character 
having to try to keep his video game going and um, trying to work through his issues and his problems. And with the help of somebody from a modern video game is very cool. The Wizard of Oz from 1939. Of course, I mentioned it earlier. It's a great one. It's She gets to go into the world of Oz and uh, have adventures. And, uh, you know, you can't, you can't hate on that Technicolor, man. That bright, <laughs> there's bright yellows, there's bright reds, <laughs> there's bright blues. Uh, if you ever want to uh, have a good time, do some research on Technicolor and what they had to do to get color back in the day and why they were so saturated, those colors back then. Um, it, it, it's, it's crazy. Uh, the Fifth Element from 1997. Um, I love this movie because it has uh, Bruce Willis and it has uh, Mia. Oh, what's her name? Um, let me see. It has Bruce Willis, Gary Oldman is great, and Mila Jovanich and Chris Tucker. Holy crap. It's a great sci fi movie. It's a lot of fun and um, it's very quotable. Multipass? Multipass? I mean, you, you have to see it. You have to. And I will end with this one, and then we'll pick up maybe later on and do the rest of them. But The Final Girls. It is a parody. It's from 2015. It is a parody of <clears throat> 80s horror movies. And it's so well done. But it's also that that kind of movie that I mentioned where they go into the movie just like um, last action hero. It, the story goes like this. Uh, I'll give you the preview and won't spoil anything. A young lady, uh, her mother is an, is a basically a B movie actress who's trying to make it big in Hollywood. Um, she dies and, uh, but she was in a, 80s slasher film and the the girl gets to go into the movie somehow I'll, I'll let you find that out yourself and gets to interact with the the character her mother played and uh it's a lot of fun it's funny it'll tug at your heartstrings it might drop a tear in your eye near the end um but it it is technically a horror movie um so if you don't like those things but it's not scary at all and I appreciate so much how they handled the, because in, in horror movies, the way to get killed is to have sex, right? That's, that's how you get killed. And so that's the main thing about the movie is the characters are supposed to have sex and then they get killed, but they handle it so well in the movie and, and, uh, and, and play with it so well that even the main, one of the main characters doing a, a, a dance that's supposed to be seductive, they, they, they work it in such a way to where it comes off as comedy instead of sexual. And it's so great. And, uh, I, I just appreciate the creativity in this movie and it's very, very well done. So anyway, I've got that gets us up to 89 or 98 movies so far out of 152. So I'll stop it right there. Those are a lot of my movies. What are your favorite movies? I would love it if you would email me, james at nlcast.com, and tell me what's going on in your mind as far as some of your favorite movies. 
Did I miss any off the list that I should put on here? I don't know. Are there any movies that you're going to go see now because you heard of them on this one? I would love to hear that. James at NLCast.com. Also, um, just in by way of, of weekly updates, I'm doing great. My medication is doing good. I know last time I was talking about it, I felt like a, a, a downward spiral was coming, but I upped a uh, my antidepressants and I feel leveled out again. And I'm being creative. I painted a painting for my wife. I put a bunch of t-shirt designs up. I posted my book, uh, sort of kind of super powered in the Kindle uh, store. So you can actually buy it for $1.99 and read it instead of having to listen to it in, in a podcast form if you want to read it. Um, and I have a lot of t-shirts up at the shop, nlcast.com. Just click on store and it'll take you right on over to the shop. And there's some cute Halloween designs. There's some uh, some other designs that I've put up. So anyway, lots going on, and it's and it's good stuff. And I think it's I think it is uh, maintainable. At least I hope so. That's what it seems to be. But you know me, I always get up and and then I come down. But we'll see. We'll see. I was I felt like I was going down. Things are leveled out. So maybe the medication is finally working. Maybe things are going to be uh, somewhat stable for the near future. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, thank you for, uh, for being uh, a listener. I appreciate it. If you want to be more than a listener and you want to support this crazy mess uh, financially, you can do that and help me eat because uh, I need to eat more. If you've met me in person, you would say, no, James, you don't need to eat more, but I do. Uh, Patreon.com slash GOK, and you could support the show, and it would be awesome if you did. Uh, we'll see you guys later next time. Remember, email me something about movies, james at nlcast.com. Uh, visit the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash nlcast. And uh, don't forget uh, that we have a Discord server. You can find out all about this stuff at nlcast.com and then click on community and you'll get right to it. All right. We'll see you guys later. Peace.